That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. All right. Welcome to the show. I think 80s, upper 80s today, people. This is it. Yeah, they were even, it was so hot yesterday. So they, were, warm. they were talking about what the record was. Yesterday wasn't the record, but it was obviously unseasonably warm. You wonder if that's the last one. They're saying the 70s, and it's going to be hitting us pretty, it was pretty quickly. It was, yeah, 93 is what my car read. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But you know what? Soon it's going to be below zero. Yeah. I know. So I don't care. There's no oh, my God to me. We're in I'll a... A new building in Exarbon, and we park in a parking garage. How nice is that? But everything's new. So it's the weird dynamic of driving, doing those circles, those ovals in a parking garage in the early morning when you're the only one. Yes, I know. I know. So when somebody comes in behind you, you got to figure out the pace. Like if it's kind of becomes a race. Like I don't know how fast I'm supposed to go with somebody on my ass. It was like a cha- it was like a movie scene. <laughs> Two cars chasing thing. each other in an empty uh, parking lot. And we're on the fourth floor, by the way. You know, it's a fourth floor. This guy floor. followed me up, and he had, like, uh, a bad tire and one headlight out. And it, like, oh. screeches get, when he makes all the turns. I get like, worried. I'm like, this guy's in way too much of a hurry. I don't know what's above us. <laughs> Nothing. On Nothing the parking but garage. Yeah, another parking garage. But after the after this floor, it's uh, it looks like it's uh, cornered off, so you can't get up there, which I don't know why, but maybe there's... Issues up on the top floor. You know, like he's a, like, who's in a hurry this early in the morning? Like he was an God. informant. He had to meet his deep throat in the hotel. You know, you always, no, you always meet in a parking garage. Oh, yes. You know when you have to tell a reporter. You know this would be the perfect parking garage to cheat on. Whatever. No one's yeah. around. Nefarious thing. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. All right, we got what's trending coming up, Molly. What do you have there? Amazon rolled out a robot. Say hello to Astro. It comes with a price tag. All right, we'll get to that next. Stay with us. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. This is the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. This is what's trending on the Big Party Morning Show. Amazon unveiled their latest tech wares yesterday. They, in addition to a um, arrival for Google's Nest, the Amazon rolled out their first smart thermostat. It's going to be like sixty bucks. Uh, but the other big thing was Amazon Alexa enabled robot R two D two Astro. You got you. It's here now. You know, an R two R two D two. He rolls around on the ground. He's got like an iPad for a face. How how much is is the cost? A thousand bucks. A thousand bucks. But what it's is- not for everyone. It's invitation only. It'll go on sale later this year, but only if you get the invite. They're keeping it very selective at first. Well, how do you get the invite? Does oh, it say- who knows? I don't know. Sure it doesn't say. You probably got to be a tech dork or a tech influencer. You remember how they used to do that stuff? Yes, they used to test them. They rolled it out to the beta testers because mm-hmm. they know the you're Google gonna glasses. you're gonna talk about it, and people are, are like, "Oh, that's tech Gary." 
Yeah, yeah. remember nerd? Uh, tur- uh, I can't remember who that was that turd. came in with the. We'll call him turd. <laughs> turd. Or, or remember turd? <laughs> no, we had our buddy who had Google, who came yeah. in and, and gave us Google glasses, and we tried out Google yeah. glasses. And that, that was the original hybrid. If it had a camera on it, yeah, it was weird. But anyway, Amazon Astro Robot, and it, what it just does everything. It does everything. So one of the things, it'll also, it responds to commands. So it's Amazon Alexa. It's like a voice assistant. In addition to it patrolling your house when you're not there, like it can sync up with, you know, like the ring and be like an extra security guard. You can also, if you're bored, be like, hey, Astro, beatbox. And it'll start making like musical noises. Like, Yeah, but it's, are you impressed with this thing yet? Until no. it can go, no. go, go bring me a beer. I have an Alexa. I mean, it needs. We need a robot with hands. Yes, yes. hands. Uh, that cleans, or yeah. is a moving fridge. Go. Where you're like, come here, and you can get the beer out of Bring it. Bring me a beer, but someday they'll have it. Like, yeah. imagine someday when you're going to say, "Astro robot, go make dinner." Oh my gosh! And then I can complain. That will Actually, be when the singularity is here. When people can afford for a thousand bucks your own robot, and it really does stuff. Uh, you have a servant now. <laughs> yes, you do. I mean, look at the prices on TVs and. And all that other stuff that used to be out of this world priced out. You just need to stay alive a little bit longer, people. We're almost there. <laughs> We're almost there where none of us will need jobs. We'll all have our own robot. What are feet oh. for? I don't even remember anymore. It is Wally. Uh, three missing children were recovered. There was a big joint law enforcement operation over the summer. Over 200 arrests. Gang. It was recovered. gangs. Yeah, it was gang units. So they recovered illegal firearms, narcotics, but like, Missing kids, missing cars. They made 200, insane. the Omaha Police and Lincoln Police Department with the U.S. Marshals Metro Fugitive Task Force arrested 231 people, including 144 gang members. And then they seized all these guns and drugs and like, that's... Holy smokes. You know, they take their time and then, you know, boom, launch. Ding dong, lots of knocks on doors and people getting arrested. And, and get them all before they can run. Or yeah, when anybody. the hammer comes yeah. down. Uh, Taco Bell, Whole Foods, these are just some of the stores that could soon let customers play uh, pay with digital currency. Uh, a new partnership between crypto payment processor BitPay and Verifone, they are going to start having terminals accepting payments from a range of cryptocurrency wallets and tokens like, hey, I want a taco and I want to pay with Dogecoin. I see people all over town that have signs that say we take Bitcoin. Yeah, so do I. So do I. So do you just have it on your phone? I mean, I, I, I'm i really yeah, uneducated yeah. on how it works. So it's like literally Bitcoin's just attached to like an app on your phone. Yes, old Just like lady. how you pay for everything else on your phone. Well, I mean, I have I have Apple Wallet and I pay, I, I can do I mean, that doesn't blow up. your mind. No, but that's why, but it's actual currency that I just, I don't understand Bitcoin. I don't understand Dogecoin. Well, I don't understand. The first thing, you got to be able to afford it. Right. We tell you this all the time, your actual money it's no different than Bitcoin. There's no gold backing it. It doesn't no. stand for anything. It's, my pockets are it's empty. It's fiat currency. We've agreed this is money. Yes. And that's all Bitcoin is. It's a different system, and they're trying to get away from, like, central banks and stuff. And so Well, get- we need more money on account of the fact that if Congress doesn't agree on funding, uh, uh, hundreds of thousands of federal workers will be furloughed as of midnight tomorrow, the last day of the fiscal year. So it means the government will shut down Friday if they don't come to an understanding before yeah. then. How often do these idiots do this? We we've, we run into this every. It seems like every handful of years. You know, the, our our elected officials don't do their job, and they do. Last they, one was the big bad one. That was December two thousand eighteen to late January two thousand. I mean, that was they, they take oh. it to the brink, 
But there's so many people that like, all right, so everybody just went back to work and now we're losing our jobs because of the debt ceiling or people refuse to get vaxxed. It's like what a world of we chaos. We can't lose any more people. <laughs> I know. It's, it's all hands on deck, people. Uh-uh. Uh, meet Astro, <laughs> the Amazon robot. He's not you- <laughs> ready yet. Why do you think they're pushing this so hard? They're like, listen, people, you really need to get these robots online because did you see that humans oh, are you guys, not responding? I'm telling you. I mean, we're not even joking. It's the, bad. The guys probably are in their, their you know, Bilderberg meeting saying, we have got to get these robots get them working. Out there. Us humans aren't really shining right now. <laughs> I get just, Boston Dynamic on the phone. I just How imagine a, a big warehouse with, uh, you know, you remember iRobot, that movie with Will yes. Smith? Yes. And all of those robots, they're ready to launch. Ready to launch. I imagine that being. It was so but, creepy because they were like these, in those container but, ships. But my robots have breasts. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, don't you think that'll get in the way? You know, that's the other you deal. Tell though, me. That, that people think, though, is that you might think that's cute. You give your, your robot breasts and then you're like, yeah. My robot. Ogling them. People are going to get, people are going to, you know, make that illegal. They're going to give human rights to robots. That'll that would be a thing someday. Like, you'll go to jail for sexually assaulting your robot. I don't want to. You dirtbag. Watch Westworld. How dare you? <laughs> when they start My remembering, it hot. gets bad. My robot is hot. It won't be the sci-fi solution that your robot fights back and kills you. You'll just go to jail. Oh, man. <laughs> I already got to... busted for, for smacking his robot on the butt. I'm going to have to learn to put makeup on a robot. It's what? weird now. <laughs> Wait, people are like, who's the, mar- who's the married one? Party is. <laughs> well, anyway. uh, well, COVID was good for Legos. Was it? The Danish toy company came out with their numbers, and it is insane. They had a net profit of like 140%. Well, it seems like a lot of, adult, the first half of the adults year. buy Legos now. Yeah, I mean, there's some really expensive ones out there. Like, they just had a Fender Caster guitar. Like, you can build it out of Legos and actually play it. Yeah, that's, I mean, thing. that's the thing now. So they, they got yeah. kids and adults. Um, the Lego Millennium Falcon. You know, that thing's like a, sweet. It's like $1,000. I'm just not interested in putting together Legos. You're not tempted at all. Like, no, I there's didn't. no Toys R Us's anymore. But I used to go to Toys R Us at Christmas when nieces and nephews were young enough. And you'd go in the Lego aisle. Yeah. And it would bring up all these childhood memories. And it was kind of fun to buy them a, a box of Legos. Because you're like, they're going to get as much joy out of this as I did. And then there's a little part in your head that wants to buy it for yourself. You should. And take it home and build it. Like what? the Lego knights and castle. And <laughs> Would you do it, Jeff? I mean, no. I'm just thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Not I tried that, wants I, to have a woman back to his I tried that a million years ago. Like maybe in my late 20s, I bought a model. Like I was at Target. It was one of those deals. And I bought a model okay. jet. Because I used to build models when I was a kid. I was yeah. like, I wonder if this would give me any pop. And I took it home and got out of the package. And instantly there was nothing. I'm like, I don't want to build this. It's not. It's not finished. But anyway, yeah, Lego. So how much are they selling? They're selling so much. I mean, that's the thing. They made a huge 140 percent net profit at the beginning of this year. They beat out. So the second highest performing toy maker are like Transformers and My Little Pony, and they didn't even come in close. They had like ten times greater net profit than those guys. I mean, Lego is definitely out there dominating it seems like kids don't have to grow up now i mean that's what cosplay is right you know that whole culture yeah i mean what if you could do it what toy would you play with is there anything that you wish you know you're an adult now and you're not supposed to play with toys but if you could 
what would that toy be? Well, I grew up playing with cat turds in a sandbox. So well, you can still do <laughs> Your that. Your bar's low then. Bar is low. We'll take that call. 938-9400. All right. Chime on in. We'll be back. Stay with us. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. You know, I think the boom of Legos all has to do with COVID. Absolutely. And then remember, because we even got into puzzles. Yeah, staying at home working on a project. Puzzles. Yeah, I guess Legos is kind of like a puzzle, isn't it? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I walked in the uh, the youngest room. He's 18. Um, and he was putting together some Legos. <laughs> oh, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but how old? Explain how old he is. He's eighteen. He's eighteen years old and in place of Legos. And I'm, I mean, I'm fine with me. It does bring back the memories of me playing with uh, uh, Matchbox cars because that's that's what I. What that I, was your go-to. That, that was our go-to. That's it was easy. I remember, you know. there's a sad moment when you're a kid where you can't play with toys anymore. And I was always one of those kids that didn't. It was hard to let go because I really loved playing in the backyard. So I would be the the kid back you know, in the backyard playing with like army men and the girl down the street, you know, walks up behind me like, Hey Jeff. And I'm playing with toys. Yes. You're like, and um, I had to be like, Oh, those are my nephews. He is such yeah. a little, I was really holding on to my childhood. I didn't want to let go. Oh, so. dude, I me too. I, I, I mean, you're straddling both. You want to grow up, but you're like, can I still play with toys though? Sometimes. I know. Absolutely. It's funny. Cause uh, me walking in on, um, Oliver's, uh, toy playing, uh, with the, with the, uh, Legos reminded me of when I was playing with Matchbox cars in the backyard, and I look up behind me, and it's my stepfather and my mother staring at me, and then my stepfather just shakes his head and walks right. off. <laughs> broken. Because we're too that old. That one's broken. Well, they're just like, you got to grow up. Yeah, I know. It's interesting. I wonder with, like, COVID and things like that, if the kids kind of reverted. I noticed that my son started playing with toys that I thought he was done with, Um but I just wonder if, like, it's just sort of a comfort thing, you yeah. know, going back to playing with that. He would take apart and rebuild Lego sets. So he kept the, like, we kept the instructions. And so he would take it all apart and then follow the book again and put it all back together. And that was one of the things that he would do because my husband is like, no more Legos. If I step on one more Lego, like, the whole thing's going in the trash. 1950s dad. And the other thing is, is the Matchbox cars that he does, he used to do this thing as a kid where he would line them all up, like color coordinate them and do all this kind of crazy stuff. We called it like a beautiful mind and traffic. And he started doing that again, which was just so strange because it's like he hadn't done it in years. But I just wondered if maybe just being stuck inside brought it back. Right. I'm well, sure it did. Now you're competing with the, the kids are competing with mom and dad to play with the Legos. <laughs> yes. Because adults buy them, too. <laughs> They're the only ones that can afford it. I mean, then at what level are you? The 40-year-old version. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> He's got all of his to- his adult toys. There's a lot of people. That was a movie. And they were, they were saying only a 40-year-old virgin would have a house that looks like that. That's mainstream now. Yes, it is. Remember? Yeah. Star Seth Wars. Rogan, he's got a date coming over. Seth Rogen's like, that's messed up, dude. You got to get all this out of here. They had to hide all of his toys. Oh, gosh. All right. Jump in. 938-9400. Um, by the way, we were talking about that Amazon robot. I'm going to put that on our Facebook page so you can check it out if you're interested. You can sign up. 
get on the list to buy one if you want one. But uh, we got celebrities coming up next. Molly, what's up? Yeah, it, it appears that there's a new host for The Bachelor. Chris Harrison has been officially replaced. Find out by who. All right, that's next. Stay with us. You're listening to The Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. If it's influencing us, we're talking about it. Ooh. Time to spill the tea. Jesse Palmer has been named the new host of The Bachelor. He was a former contestant and was so charming that they've asked him to go ahead and fill in permanently for Chris Harrison, who was released after much publicized scandal earlier in the year. Think how complicated it is to make hosts now. You can't get a host for Jeopardy, (laughs) Jeopardy. The Bachelor. It's not like these are really high science here. No, it's almost like if you're a current host, you need to just ask for a raise. But the reality is all these shows, it's all about the host. It's not really even about the contestants anymore on these shows. Like the boys. the contestants come and go, you know? And I mean, so the host is ends up being the celebrity because that's the, the one staying thing. And especially for like a, a show like The Bachelor, Chris Harrison did such a good job of just being the steady Eddie, you know, and really helming the ship. Right. I mean, he had to make it credible. Yes. Like, you know, talking to these girls and guys and be like, yeah, I know this is terrible, but uh, <laughs> let's just get through it. Yeah. And the seriousness of he'd be like, whoa, yeah, this is hard. This is well, tough. You didn't get a roast tonight. Instead of being like, who cares? This reality right? show. This morning they uh, said that I saw a piece of uh, when he was a bachelor and he had uh, given a roast to the wrong person and stops because he's nervous now and goes, Chris. <laughs> so they walk out to the patio. And the look on Chris's face is like, like he wants to quit right there because the guy's like, I asked the wrong person to stay. So he had to go back out there and and, t- and give it back. Jesse oh, Palmer's yeah. got that guy Smiley. You remember mm-hmm. from uh, the Muppets or what was that? Sesame oh. Street. He looks like Guy Smiley. Yeah. I mean, he he's... doesn't age. He's got that crazy uh, white teeth smile. Yeah, was, that that permanent like um sort of you know five o'clock shadow slash you know like that beard but not really a beard. Yeah, he's forty two. He's, he's a former NFL quarterback. Yeah, don't you remember Jesse Palmer? Yeah. He did football forever, and he's been an analyst. And dude, he I mean, was on a show in two thousand four. I know it was a long it's time 2021. ago. Two thousand twenty one. It was a wow. Bit. I guess he previously hosted um a series called The Proposal in two thousand eighteen. And so that's the thing is that he's sort of been popping around. Like you said, Jeff, he was like a sports commentator on ESPN. Good Morning America. Like ABC's had him around in the, in the stable for a while. So this is like, obviously, they finally found their guy. The Kardashians are back filming reality television. Even though they left E!, they're not done with having a reality show. They've moved it to Hulu because I guess Hulu parked a Brinks truck in front of the Kardashian-Jenner crew. So Kim, Chloe, Courtney, they started filming the new show yesterday out in Malibu. And it was crazy how, like, Kim's really embracing that weird Matrix look right now. You know, where she showed up at the Met Gala in all black silhouette, like full full head covering. Wearing a gimp suit. Yes. She kind of had, like, uh, an abbreviated gimp suit on for the filming. It's like this floor length leather duster trench coat. And then she had like half of her face covered. And then these like matrix sunglasses. 
She's going for a whole look right now. Okay. But they have a multi-year deal with Hulu you know, to produce new content. So if people were like jonesing, this is their back. Yeah, we, she looked like Carrie Ann Moss from The, Ma- from the Matrix. We, yeah. we all pay for Hulu, right? Yes. Um, I think they should run this by us first. <laughs> Whether we want it. <laughs> Whether we want the Kardashians back. I didn't ask for this. Good Lord. They're bringing back Law & Order. The original Law and Order is getting a 21st season. Bong bong. I know. It was in 2010 that the series was surprisingly canceled without any explanation and no wrap up. Like after 20 seasons, people were like, are you kidding me? Maybe they ran out of every plot line and every celebrity to do a walk on because there's been a million celebrities that do walk ons. Bong bong. Yep. I was like when they have the celebrity marathon on the weekends of Law and Order. Have you seen those mm-hmm. where it's like on TNT or TVS or something where it's all the ones where it's like before they were famous mm-hmm. and they made their appearance on Law and Order? It is crazy, it's crazy, Jeff. Like you do watch it. You're like, that person has an Academy Award. Now. Huge names and created by the greatest name ever. Dick, Dick Wolf. Wolf. Dick Wolf. He's kind of a Dick Wolf. <laughs> well, that guy's a huge Dick Wolf. That's Dick Wolf. That's a porn name. <laughs> Isn't it? You're in or it's the sound of serialized you know, television money just ringing up at the register. Steve is a button-down guy, but in college, he was a total diggle. <laughs> That's his name. Yeah. Wow. Richard. I mean, a powerful, he's a powerful name in show business. Dick Wolf. Yes. Like, and, you see that in the Wolf Productions, like the Wolf Entertainment at the end where it's, oh. I mean, I say that, there has to be a howl. Yeah, he's howling yeah, at the yeah. moon. He's out there. That Dick Wolf's out there on the on the make. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I never realized that Wolf is Dick Wolf. Yeah, he's out there howling for Dick. I just love. <laughs> That's a good Wolf. <laughs> good old Dick Wolf, my buddy, my producer. Bong bong. Best sound in television. I mean, how can you not hear that and not immediately think of Law and Order? That's a really good Pavlov, you know? Yes, like they did is. a good yes, job of is. like doing that because like you hear that and you know exactly what's on television. You like can hear that. Seinfeld's yes. down, down, down. Exactly. Dick Wolf. Ow. Right. <laughs> Must be the weekend. All right, 938-9400. We got the scariest mover, uh, movies ever. We're going to let you know what that is coming up next with Witch Trending. Stay with us. To the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. Here's what's trending on the Big Party Morning Show. Getting to be scary movie time of year. And Rotten Tomatoes came out with the fans' top 10 list of the scariest movies ever. Number one, and I would agree, is an oldie but a goodie. The Exorcist. 1973 supernatural horror film scariest in last year's poll and once again people said still scary so kids are going and watching it yes the power of christ compels you that is just such a dark weird creepy sneak up on you kind of movie all right guess what's number two i haven't looked at it scariest movie freddy krueger's got to be in there i never thought those movies were that scary how about freddy krueger is not in the list oh no it's a newer movie, and I was surprised they ranked it number two, though it was very spooky, and we've all seen it. The Mist. No. Yeah. You ready? Yep. Hit us Her- with it. Hereditary. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, I had a b- big freaky end. That guy's super talented. Hereditary is the guy who did mo- Midsommar. Got to yeah, keep an eye Ari. on that director. He's amazing. I, I haven't seen Hereditary. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we all had seen it. No. Maybe it was uh, Maybe it was all we I saw Midsommar. I bet you have. It's no, creepy. It's she builds girl. like little houses. Yeah, see, I didn't see that. I don't like dollhouses, so that's why I kind of stepped away from it and didn't watch it. It was it's, it's, it's not the dollhouse. It's more that movie. That guy's all about tone. He yes. really just sets this. It's a long way to get there, but when it does, the ending of Hereditary is just awful. Oh, so, so it's it, like it'll stick with you. The stuff you're seeing, you're like, yes. I don't think I'm an adult and I'm not going to sleep tonight. <laughs> it's really so, spooky. So it's spooky, like the ending, like Midsommar, because that, yes. that them and he did that movie. He said, it sounds so. like you're singing the last song. It's spooky like Midsommar <laughs> on a diamond nail. Spooky like <laughs> the director is Ari Aster. He's also the writer, okay. and he's got that slow burn where it just slowly seeps into you. And you just feel more and more uncomfortable, and then he just hits you with just horrible images, and you're like, okay, I was ready for this, but I'm so scared. All right, so The Exorcist, Hereditary, keep going. What's the, the Conjuring came in third. Eh, the I've Shining was number four, okay. all work and no play. And number five was The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, right. which is just gross. Just the sound of that chainsaw. Yeah. yeah. You know what's yeah. an oldie but a goodie? American Werewolf in London. Oh, that's a good one. You're right. If you like werewolves. Well, that was done so so perfectly. Yeah, they did a good job with that. Uh, so then following the top 10, The Ring, Halloween, Sinister, Insidious, and It. The new It, not the old It. So those were, if you're looking for some scary stuff, this is, is how you can do it. The DEA is issuing a scary warning concerning an alarming increase in the number of counterfeit pills laced with fentanyl. The DEA says the fake pills are usually marketed as prescription drugs, but instead contain the synthetic opioid, often in lethal doses. Fentanyl, people are dying. Yes. So you got to warn your kids, warn yourself. You know, if you're doing the sketchy end around, it's cheaper. You think you're getting your your counterfeit drugs. It could could be straight fentanyl that's going to kill you. Isn't that horrible? It's like, who's trying to kill us? I don't know. And I, I mean, fentanyl is just one of those, it's like a cheap drug. I just don't understand why you would, what, what the purpose of, lacing it into what is supposed to be prescription pills not illicit drugs but like you know prescription drugs just evil people absolutely so elon musk apparently has a sense of humor when it comes to uh the billionaire rankings he surpassed amazon founder jeff bezos as the richest man in the world again you know they go back and forth spacex and tesla founder he is marking the occasion by sending bezos a giant statue of the digit number two, along with a silver medal. How funny is that? <laughs> Why not? Like, petty amongst giants. He became the third person to ever be worth $200 billion. Elon Musk. Both Musk and Bezos often take turns being the top wealthiest. So um, they trade jabs from time to time. I mean, I know that they're friendly because Elon was, like, super supportive of Jeff Bezos when he went to space. Remember, like, I think he went down there. To like hang out and make sure. Yeah, I think so too. Um, so this is all very good nature. This isn't, but it is funny that I'm rich, you're second, so I'm sending you a gold medal. You gotta send him a wig. Oh, <laughs> that's what would be your deal. Send him a hat. <laughs> Another cowboy you know, hat. A, a ball cap. Here you go, buddy. I don't want you to get a sunburn. You forgot your hat. <laughs> Maybe a stocking hat. Just a stupid hat. What's the stupidest hat out there? Those beanies. Those beanie hats. Mm, there's a lot of them. 
what was the hat that um, we've all been watching that American Horror Story, the latest one? And my boyfriend, um, Evan Peters, is wearing the weirdest old man 1950s hat. It is so strange. It, 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 and, it, and, and I, at the same time, I'm like, that's actually really charming. And I don't know what that hat is called. But I remember like old guys wearing it. You see it in photos and stuff like that. Like maybe something a sailor would wear. I thought it was sort of an East Coast thing because they're in Provincetown. But it's that black, like, worsted wool, and it comes to a point at the top, like it's slats that go up the side. I mean, it's just like this old 1950s guy, and I was, I just thought it was such an interesting character yeah, I think it's, choice. I think it's regional, right? Wouldn't it be sailors and lobstermen and stuff? I don't know. I thought it was like a dress-up hat. It looked like it was supposed to be fancy. I, I think everything they wear is by... You know, it has a usage. Yeah, it looks it. like a boat hat of some sort. Yeah. You're right. Like a, a, he's a lobster it's, it's guy. It's Provincetown. You know, they get cold weather. You got to have a hat. I can't watch that. You show. don't pull it down over your bangs. It just covers the top of your head. Mm-hmm. It's an awful look. That American Horror Story is good. So I just finished it. Mm. Uh, speaking of scary, if people want other scary stuff, that uh, American Horror Story double feature, the first part. It was it. Man, it's just it's so dark. I can't I can't get into it. I, I, a new episode's tonight, and it's the it? second half of this. So this season is interesting because it's called a double feature, and it really is. The first half was set in Provincetown um, out east, and then now this one's going to be like Area 51 out in the desert. So it's a whole new story about like alien abduction. Oh, it is. is about, okay, yes. then I can step into that one, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah, but you be a should lot of... push through on the, the vampire thing. It was oh. it was good. It was good and dark. Okay, all right. They always get me, uh, you know, hooked, and then, then there's something that's so dark that I don't want to put in my head. And hearing you guys talk about it off and on is like, eh, I don't <laughs> know about that. And I sat down with Wileen the other day, the, the wifey, the sweet Wileen, and we rewatched the second one. And I kept thinking in my head, there's something there that's going to uh, come up and it's going to be in her head. Oh. So I haven't, I don't want her to get dark. <laughs> I didn't think that this, I didn't think that this season was as dark as like hotel to me is like the darkest one. The one where okay. that was set in that hotel in LA um, where there was just, that was the the weird gimp ghost and all that. That one was the one where I was like, is there any redeeming quality of oh, this? They, they are all, they're all, he pushes the limits. He does. Yes. Like X-rated content. Uh, now, can't you watch that show by yourself or is that cheating? Like, can you sneak off? You got the hours in the day. I can, but but I don't. Would you, would you have to tell her? You secretly, you know? No. We're supposed to watch our shows together. I don't know. I guess you're right. Why do I watch all my shows with her? You guys Maybe like you know what share. you should do? You should hole up in that parking garage. You right know, here. fog up the windows and watch your Netflix shows by yourself oh. in the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> we cheating. can do that. You're cheating. <laughs> I'm cheating in the parking garage. All right, 938 9400. That's in. Well, You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. All right. Good morning to you. All right. Real quick. In the 8 o'clock hour, we're going to have tickets to uh, Charlie Barron's comedian at oh. the Hall in uh, Performing Arts Center, October. Do about 820. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you guys say that? Do you go, oh? I do it all the time. I do. Yeah. Oh. And I hate For myself sure. every time I do it. I go, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yourself. 
You know, anybody who steps in front of me at the grocery store, oh. if we both reach for two things, I, I oh, oh, oh. I guess I do too. Oh. When you put it like that. But yeah, that those tickets will be up for grabs here about 820. The, uh, there's talk that meat is going to become like smoking where it's like, oh, you wouldn't eat a burger in front of your friends. Talking about like currently it's like regular meal for a lot of people, but it's starting to become a luxury item. Because it's expensive? It's all the climate stuff, right? Like it's everything is like all about like climate. So there's just this new study that they were looking at, like the climate change and how it could wipe out certain land that we like right now we go to the store and there's a whole aisle of coffee, right? Like we're just like, what? I don't know. I'll get whatever kind. And they're saying coffee is now getting to the point where it could start becoming a luxury item again. Like a long time ago, it was coffee or steak. Coffee, steak, all of this stuff is going to start becoming what they consider luxury items. The scarcity and price will start in playing like an important role in how much we're able to get. And it's like, ooh, the have and the have nots like, oh, you've got coffee like that. (laughs) It could become something like that. It was like when we were younger. Maybe if you're in Portland. I don't know. I I mean, if you're in Hippieville, USA. I mean, somebody's going to come up and shame you for eating steak at a restaurant and drinking a cup of coffee. How dare you? What are they eating? (laughs) Flavor pellets? I think so. Enjoy your bird seed. Soylent green is people. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I I just, you know, when we were younger, it wasn't, uh, you know, it was a luxury. So I guess that's what you're trying to say. Well, they're saying that there's a climate, there's a climate impact of certain food staples, but eventually it's going to apply in theory to everything. Stuff that we just take for granted now is like just having tons of it around. Uh, They're looking long term and they're like in the next few decades that could suddenly become like it used to be. I mean, not that like a century ago, it was like chocolate and coffee and all that kind of stuff were considered, you know, big luxury items. If you went to the store and bought that kind of stuff. I mean, of course, it was also the Great Depression. We're in the Midwest, so we eat a lot of red meat. But yes. it, it used to be uh, a luxury. I, I watch all those Anthony Bourdain episodes, you know, all those those shows were so good. You know, he's always going to different countries and sitting down with a really cool chef at a really cool restaurant. Yeah. No. And they are, that's a common conversation they were always having a lot of times when it came to steak of how much red meat our generation eats. It's a lot. And that that's more than normal. And it might probably won't always be like this. So some of these guys were getting into the preparation of steak. Okay. More like something you eat on your birthday. But anyway, while we still got it, I'm going to eat it. <laughs> I'm with you. Well, because I was trying it to It is a like- difference deal. I mean, all right. So Oliver, the youngest, again, what went uh, when he was in high school, he, uh, it must have been his freshman year or whatever it was. Um, he took some leftovers to uh, school, right, to eat at lunch, and it was a steak. And a kid looked over at him and said, is that a steak? And he said, yeah. And he goes, you must be rich. Well, he could say like, my mom. Hey. He could say my mom works for Omaha Steaks. Right. Yeah, but I don't know what he said at that. But that's what he told me. When I was a kid, was we like, never oh, had. Ste- when I was no. a kid, we, ne- we never had steak. And I remember when we rarely did. The big piece went to my dad, and he would lean his chin on it. You know, he'd have his elbow on the table with his chin, trying to help chew it. So it clearly, it wasn't a good piece of meat. No, it was not. And I think that made me. I imprinted that in my brain. Like when I grow up, I'm going to eat steak when I can. And we do all the time. How often do you guys eat steak? Because that's the other thing. Probably probably, uh, every other week, if not once a week. Okay. It depends on if I got it. I go in streaks. You know, you go buy some steaks, and then I'll eat, you know, three or four that week, and then I'll go a week off. Same here. You mentally think, all right, 
But I always walk by the meat case and I always think about it. Like, why not? I live right. alone. Well, what Peter are the perks loves, in life? Peter loves steak. So like a lot of times, like when, you know, we're having Sunday dinner, somebody's like, why don't you pick up some New York strips? I'm like, oh my God, Rockefeller. All right. Like, I'll check it out. And I can just tell that we must have, so we probably have steak twice a month, you know? I mean, not that regularly, but regularly enough that the kids are grumpy about it. Like they're they want more, but they're, they're, no, they're lim- jerks about steak. Like they're like, are we having steak again? They I'm don't like, like, yeah, they don't like really? it. Okay. You're and you're probably them. limiting your, hu- your husband's intake because uh, you, you want him to be healthy because you want yes. him to be around. Right. I mean, there's only so much red meat that, you know, I'm like, how about we grill chicken or pork? The other white meat. This but- break brought to you by fake chicken <laughs> <laughs> and meat. All right. We got celebrity news coming up next. What's up? So James Bond, Daniel Craig is out, and now Twitter is debating who should be next. Find out who they think is too old. All right. What is that next? Stay with it. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. Time to spill the tea on the Big Party Morning Show. Last night, the new Bond movie, No Time to Die, uh, went ahead and premiered out in London. Like, the Royals were there. Billie Eilish got to meet the Royals. It was like a whole star-studded event. It's getting good reviews. People are saying it's a fitting exit for Daniel Craig, right? This is his last Bond. Yes. Yeah, this is it. And uh, um, photos of him standing in that red, he just fits the role. He's just, he just a distinguished-looking dude. His pink um, velvet, yeah, the um, pink velvet jacket. <laughs> yes. I'm like, you're cool. No one else could pull that off. Anybody no. else, you'd be like, ha ha. He's like, what did you say? You're like, nothing. You're James Bond. But it's a weird thing because all of the cast, he was, you know, doing photos and everything like that. No one was smiling. Are you supposed to? Oh, just really? Have, really? I noticed be, that. I'm just. They were trying to be intense, you know, keep a Bondy. Yeah, that's what I felt like they were doing is trying to keep it, like, like you said, Bondy. I like him the, the, when he plays other parts, though. Like, I like him as Bond, but that's, like, the least Daniel Craig uh, that I like. I liked him when he played that, uh, what was that mystery that came out? Well, he was a Southern gentleman. Oh, oh. yeah, Knives Out. He was great. Knives he was out. great in Knives yeah. Out. He's a good actor. He's going to be doing another Knives Out. So uh, we're going to be able to see No Time to Die here in the States in theaters October 8th. Uh, this was just, like, the the overseas premiere but now everybody's like, okay, who's the next James Bond? Obviously, they want to keep the franchise going. And a lot of people have been talking about Idris Elba as being, you know, a good con- a good contender. And then people on Twitter were like, he's too old. He's 49. Daniel Craig is 53. <laughs> like, I know. Jeez, come like, on. Too old? Like, no. I mean, Daniel Craig was pushing the envelope as being too old. And everybody loves him. I mean, Idris Alba as James Bond, yes, please. We oh know my God. Molly just is always looking for an excuse to say she likes Idris Alba. I know. I know. And this is it. This is my excuse. People he need was... to go to a movie theater to see this, this Absolutely. Bond, right? You got to see it in the theater. Yeah. Sure. Uh, the new Venom movie is coming out this week. That's the one with Thomas Hardy. But didn't you guys hate that? I liked it. Never saw it. The first one was bad. This second one looks good. I'm curious about, like, Woody Harrelson must just be like saying yes to everything because he's been in a ton of movies lately. He seems like he's the bad guy in the upcoming Venom movie. Um, so Woody Harrelson and Tom Hardy facing off. Looks I got to be fun. honest. I, I, I couldn't tell you the last time or the last movie I saw in a movie theater, which is ridiculous. 
Yeah, I saw, what was it, A Quiet Place 2? Okay, you saw that. Okay. Yeah, you got to do it, man. Go to your Alamo. They're going to open the Alamo of Midtown eventually. I think it opens because the one out west is open, but the one near me at Midtown Crossing, that's Never not, been op- open. not open yet. But it's they, they have plans to. Good. I think, again, I, I have to. I don't blame the theaters. They're waiting for movies. Yeah. So, I mean, everybody has an employment shortage, so I'm sure if you're a movie theater, you're like, look, it's hard enough to get people to come work here. We need some damn movies. <laughs> yes, we do. I never Chloe thought Kardashian, of that. Um, as, uh, she, Chloe Kardashian as... It has this whole uh, fashion line called Good American. And apparently the ad that she submitted for television was denied by the networks for being too sexy. They're all seen topless. So it's Chloe topless wearing Good American jeans. Um, there's also a version with her sister, Courtney. And I guess uh, they're going to run it on social media instead since the TVs were saying, you know, the, t- uh, the networks were saying no. No, no, no. Too sultry. Too I want to be accused of being too sexy. All right. You're too <laughs> sexy. When it, has that ever, A, ever happened? B, when? Imagine no. someone coming up to your party and being like, I'm sorry, you're too sexy. That's what you're doing right now is too sexy. <laughs> Please follow me around. <laughs> I'm just doing nothing but being sexy. Full-time mm-hmm. job. Britney Spears, uh, her conservatorship could come to an end today. She's got the court hearing. It was originally scheduled for January, but a Zoom meeting was going to take place today with uh, Jamie and her mom, Lynn Spears, present. Brittany isn't expected to attend the hearing. It's about ending the conservatorship Brittany's been in for the past 13 years. No one's going to argue that the conservatorship needs to end. It's unlikely it will, but the judge you know, has to go like orders for a mental evaluation or transition. But this is the latest chapter. In what seems like an endless, it's an endless saga. book. It's it's a it's a book with no ending. She'll never be free. And Jesse Palmer has been named the host of The Bachelor since uh, Chris Harrison had to step down earlier this year. They've had like little fill-ins, no permanent. Well, we finally have our permanent host, Jesse Palmer. He was a former contestant back in 2004, former NFL quarterback. So he's got the goods. He's been a you know commentator and a um and he's sort of helped with hosting in the past. Yeah, I think he'll so, do a good job. When yes. does that start? Uh they season twenty six of The Bachelor is going to air in twenty twenty two. The new season heads into production this week. So how, how do you do a bad job? I mean, what, what is the job? <laughs> you, you just you hand a bunch of roses to somebody and you'd say, "Go pick some people," and you'd be sexy doing it. Pick <laughs> some people to give roses to, and then they do it, and then you go, "Okay, that's that's who you picked." Huh? That's slam dunk, man. It really is. All right, coming up next hour, we have Chris Barron's tickets at eight twenty ish. Also. What's trending? Average parent gets about 17 minutes of relaxation. We'll get to that next. Stay with us. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. This is What's Trending on the Big Party Morning Show. When it comes to uh, family vacations, kids are having a great time. Parents might need a vacation from the vacation. They say more than half of parents make rule concessions when they're heading out to the uh to, you know, vacation like during normal routines. So like if you're driving, you're like fine, you can be on your devices, fine, we can do this. 
the average parent only gets about 17 minutes of relaxation a day. While that sounds like fun. Oh, yeah. It looks stressful. This is a stand-up comic. I don't know who, who said it, but it was great. He said, when my dad, uh, when we were younger, my dad said that the vacation was the moment when he closed the car door at the house. Okay. And loaded the last uh, suitcase in the trunk. Mm-hmm. His vacation lasted from when he closed the trunk and then walked around to the driver's side door. Mm-hmm. The moment he opened the door, his vacation was over. Five steps. <laughs> The moment he's Five in, you know, steps. you're in hell. Now he's driving, screaming kids, trying to get to a destination, stopping for meals. Where's the hotel? Uh, uh, sounds <laughs> And you wonder why I don't have babies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just keeping on a schedule, doing all of that kind of stuff, it just suddenly becomes like, you're like, all right, where are we going to eat? You know, what are we going to do? Like, are we going to be able to get a table? Like, how long are we going to have to wait? Are the kids going to be able to last? It's 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 a lot. So it's a big uh, it's a big thing for you, Molly, when you go out and do your rock diving and stuff. We're finally getting the age now where like the kids can be trusted. Like when we go to the beach, like we can keep a good enough eye. Like they're strong enough swimmers where you know Molly they know play. what to do. I can mm-hmm. play. Peter's the only one that has to be adult because he has three children playing. Yes, Molly's diving. The, the girls are ma- the, the girl making a a, a sandcastle. <laughs> Declan's running around on the beach and Molly's rock diving. I got I, just I got side eye the last uh beach trip. So I, when I wasn't rock diving, um I, I, I cracked open a book. Well let's 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 let people know we're not talking about her diving off of rocks. Okay. Diving for rocks. Diving for rocks. She's diving for rocks. Beach stones, beach glass, beach pottery, all that kind of stuff. I collect so it's, it. It's I love head, it. It's head under the water. Yes. And then surface in and <laughs> I got it. I think it's a Jasper. <laughs> do you use at least goggles or do you? Uh... No, I don't. I don't use goggles, Um, but All I right. do use like a sifter. So, oh, okay. yeah, no, All trust right. me. Well. My husband is like, this is, I was really upset because I got a new sifter um, that I wanted to try out this last trip and I forgot it at home as well as my beach hat. Um, so the sifter was sitting with the beach hat and they both, and I remembered it when we were about a mile from the house and Peter was like, we are not going back. We are not turning around for your sifter. A sifter. I have warned you before, woman, if you want a beach hat and a sifter, you leave it in the trunk. Do, do other people have sifters on the beach? Uh, sometimes I'll see people a lot of times, like, no, people are just beach walking and picking up what they find. All right. I like to dive for them just to see if I can find stuff that's farther out that hasn't been picked through. Okay. Um, but like she's yes. pan- it's like she's panning for gold. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I was going to say that, that normally sisters s- are like, you know, gold fighting the surf of Lake Michigan. See, this is why your husband still needs a vacation for a vacation. <laughs> he's trying to see, he doesn't know if Molly's drowning in the surf or rock diving. And then wow. he's got to manage two children. Wow. <laughs> the kids help. They're very, they, they like, uh, they've become little rock junkies too. Um, so that's been the other thing. Peter's like, great. So I'm the only sane one in the family. Honey, so, like, I forgot my sifter. <laughs> I did. Honey, did we pack the sifter? <laughs> he was like, too bad. Like, seriously, he laughed out loud. He's like, if you think that I'm turning around for a sifter. And what does he want to do? Just sit in a chair and lean yeah. his head back and sleep? No, he is like on high alert. He's he is a nervous dad at the beach. Oh, I've been to really? the beach a lot right. more with the kids than he has. He's very much like like when I pulled out a book to read, he was like, "No." Both eyes on the horizon, eyes on the kids. I'm like, "Oh, MG, helicopter dad." 
I'm like, they're fine. He's like, there are no lifeguards here. I'm like, so he's a he's a nervous beach dad. The kids yeah. and I are like, whatever. <laughs> All right, we got sifters, we got rock diving, and now we have her saying, OMG, Peter. OMG, Pete. <laughs> oh God. Live a little. <laughs> no kidding. So uh, there's a new Harry and Meghan, um, and this one is uh, Japanese royalty. Their princess, Mako, is going to be shedding her title and all of the money that comes with it in order to marry a commoner. Because in Japanese tradition, a princess cannot marry a commoner. So she's in love, right? You'd want to marry yes. who you're in love with. It's her college sweetheart. She's got to walk away. Isn't that funny? Another case of this generation of kids that are willing to walk away from royalty Hello. I think he'll do okay. He just graduated law school. He's got a gig at a New York law firm, so they're actually going to be moving to the States. Mako and Kai. Oh, they're really, they're coming here. Yes. They're going to be living in Manhattan. But it's interesting, like, the story, like, would you give it all up for love? I mean, the idea of, like, you could still love somebody. You don't have to be married to them. (laughs) It sounds like something out of like a Nintendo game, right? Princess Mako and Kai, like their story. Yes. Exactly. You know, having to leave the palace for love. Some Japanimation. You're she's, like, oh. she's Princess Mako of Akishino. Her it, grandfather is the emperor. Okay. Um, oh, her wow. uncle, her uncle is the emperor. Her grandfather's the emperor. Her grandfather used to be the emperor, and but she's been with this guy for like ever. They've been together for a really long time. So what do you do? I mean, I did. I'm sure it's cultural that they have to uh, um, get married before they can have children. Yeah, they're 29. You know? I mean, it's not. You know, they're not. I mean, 29. So it's not like they're like crazy young. But yeah, probably the the idea of doing Dude, this. Her, but- her grandpa. Mm-hmm. Her grandpa's predecessor was Emperor Hirohito. Hirohito. I mean, that's World War II. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, Molly, you've given it all up for love. You've quit. I us. did. Yeah, you did. Remember? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. That was... Uh, I would do anything for love. Right? Not but I wasn't point, a princess. <laughs> but I won't do that. <laughs> yeah, but I won't. Mm-mm. You always wonder, what's the that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm starting. I'm wondering if I could give it all up. For, what did you have love? to give up for love? Who? What did you have to throw away for love? Your plenty of fish page. <laughs> Who are you talking to? You. <laughs> He's talking to you, party. <laughs> plenty of fish. Or is that still active? I don't know. Actually, I don't know. Is anybody still? Oh, use it is. That? It's like a crab crab trap out in the sea. <laughs> like I always hate that on Deadliest Catch when they snap and they leave a, ca- a cage. I'm like that thing's just. Catching crabs till eternity. No one's pulling it out. Poor women are just falling in love with your with your profile page. I wish you would text back. They just they keep swiping it. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. I think I got a couple profiles out there. Do you? Do you really? Dated photos. He don't look like that. <laughs> oh, it's a crab trap. It's oh, like back when God. I had hair and a waist. Plenty, mm-hmm. plenty. I have a waist. It's just bigger. You need to start eating like Wileen's boys. Those boys are thin. Yeah, they're thin. That's they're DNA. just naturally yeah, like that's that, their though. DNA, yeah, man. but they're just tiny. They're just tiny. Ah, they're thin. They got they got abs. Imagine that. 
Four no. score and how many stomachs ago? Never. Did you ever have abs? Let's all yeah. be real with each other. At I one did. point you had abs. In my senior year of high school, I remember distinctively this girl touches my belly through my shirt and then and then she goes, Oh my God. I was like, Oh yeah, this is working out. And so I went to the track where uh gym was going on and I was wearing a button up and I laid down on my side and it was hot, so I unbuttoned my shirt. <laughs> It was like a bad calendar picture. Sick. <laughs> why do Why do you have such an exact memory of this moment? Because this like girl he, goes, like "That's hot." Yesterday, <laughs> that's hot. Like he wrote it in his diary. <laughs> so guess how many times I redid that that pose? What was every day what until was she's like, "This what was is hot, so hot that you did." You laid. I was on your laying side. on my side and the shirt was open. I unbuttoned it. Why don't you recreate it? No, that moment. <laughs> anyway, this is horrifying. People, <laughs> you gotta say it's hot. Why do we have to say it's hot? <laughs> hey, I've been calling Jeff Sexy. You can give me a hot. The story earlier was that, uh, what was it, Kim Kardashian? So one of the Kardashians has been accused of being too sexy. Too. <laughs> something too she was sexy. doing, something she was wearing was too sexy. And you hear that. happens a lot. Uh, Drake is redid that, I'm Too Sexy. Do you know that? Oh, he did really do that? Okay. She's got a remake of all. I'm, I'm too, too sexy. sexy. All right, 938-9400, you're going to need that number because we have tickets to uh, Charlie Barron's. All right, he's going to be in town, uh, looks like, on the 9th of October. So if you want these tickets, call us now, 938-9400. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. Charlie Barron. Going to be at the Holland Performing Arts Center, which is just a cool venue on its own. It's got that incredible rooftop bar. Yeah, it's such a good experience. I'll give if you have not been yet, then uh, I would highly, highly recommend attending. Imagine what that rooftop view is going to be like downtown once the park is finished. Oh that park is just incredible. It is. They're, they're coming right along with that thing, too. So that's going to be ready to go in no time at all. Um, we got a, who's this on the phone? This is uh, Chris. Chris, good morning. Morning. Hey, man, are you married? Um, pretty much. Gonna okay. take uh, you're gonna take your lady to the uh, the show, the Charlie Barons. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, nice. Nice. Now, have you ever seen this guy before? What what turned you on to Charlie? Uh, uh Facebook, man. You know, like uh, videos on Facebook is where, I, where I've seen him before. Okay. Oh yeah, I, he made me aware that I say "ope." I didn't Oop. even realize it. Ope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Chris. You said. Um, you said you you were married or practically? Uh, practically. Pretty much. I've been I've been with uh, I've been with my my girlfriend for eight and a half years. Now, eight and so. a half years. And you survived COVID. Yeah. You were stuck inside together. That was probably a test. Yes. <laughs> That's why we anyone coming out of COVID and you and you survived it. It's like I think we this is going to work, especially right. in a small in a small scenario. You know, like a like a, a studio apartment. Yeah, like mine. Yeah. That's why everyone else who was a couple lost their mind <laughs> in your apartment <laughs> complex. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Chris, would you give it all up for for uh, give everything up for love? Your job, um, everything. Well. Absolutely. I mean, it's, I've 
like I said, we've I've known her for for twelve years, and uh, we've been together for eight and a half. We got a couple beautiful kids together, and and uh, you know, it's it's something that somebody I want to spend the rest of my life with. So of course, I'd give I'd give up anything for that. All right, very Sweet. cool. That's a good answer. Good answer, my friend. Hopefully, she's listening. <laughs> Do you have any crab traps out there, like ex, uh, like old uh, dating sites that you haven't checked I, into? I never did the internet dating. I okay. never did. All right, good deal. Well, you made it through this conversation, so we're hooking you up with tickets. All right. Awesome. All right, hold on the line, bud. What a strange world we live in, though. If you think about, it. there's not, there's never been anything wrong with online dating. No. I mean, it's been the reality for the last twenty years. You meet people on Facebook or on something. It's but I do think the new apps, the swiping feature is interesting. To swipe. Yeah. Like we're ordering a pizza. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's like a game. I used to sit in the airports if I was flying out and swipe, you know, just with no See intention. What's out there. With no intention. I thought you, was... could, you can dial it in. So if you're in Denver, but then once you dial it in, like within a mile or something like that, you realize that person's at the airport and you may have swiped, you know, like you're, you're interested or whatever. And then you just go on. I, I would go on high detail because I never wanted to meet anyone. Um, You're like just wasting that. people's time. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, great. Time great. waster. <laughs> yes, absolutely. All right, we got celebrity news coming up next. Molly, what's up? What is the that? Kardashian Jenners are coming back to reality television. Give you the update. All right, that's next. Stay with us. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. All right, Molly, Slippy News, what's up? Well, the Kardashians and the Jenners are back on reality television. We can't miss you, ladies, if you don't really go away. What's the show called? It's It doesn't necessarily have a show. It's a title yet. It's uh, going to be on Hulu. So back in September last year, they announced that their long-running reality show, Keeping Up with the Kardashians on E! was ending. 20 seasons, 14 years, but apparently Hulu had a better offer because they uh, posted yesterday. Kim hinted that she had started filming because she shared a photo on Instagram day one. And it was with the crew and she was looking all matrixed out in her black leather trench coat. I, I was telling these guys, I think the celebrities love uh, COVID because they get to wear a mask and not look like a freak. Yes. Because yes. Michael Jackson used to wear a mask on his face all the time, and we made fun of him for it. We yeah. were like, oh, you're so eclectic. And, and we know it's out. you, Michael Jackson. I know. And, and I think he wanted that everyone to know that. But 
Also, you're right. All, all these celebrities can walk amongst the commoners now. They can be one of us. I'm like, who is this giant-assed woman next to me in a mask? It's me. It's Kim Kardashian, but you don't know. <laughs> I'm hiding in plain sight. You can't hide that booty. You can't hide that booty. Why no. would you want to? You can't hide that booty. I know there are uh, photos. I think it was uh, New York Post, page six, where she's on the beach. And it's just, it's dental floss, bikini bottom. I mean, and it, and it is just, it, I... It, it's I'm a sight. You, what are you I, wearing? I've always been a butt man. I love these big booty Judies, but so I should be happy. But they have they have a, eclipsed the limits of what I even can stand. They're, they're like just, globes, right? They're like chimeras. You know, where you're half half man, half horse. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know what you do with that. I mean, I mean we're down. I'm down in the volleyball butt category. That's perfect. Right. I mean, the perky, the very athletic, the, the the athletic bum. This is like. This is, it's got its own satellite. You know well, what I mean? And what about the boys? The guys have to have butts now, too? The guys, are guys getting big butts? Hockey I got butts? me a butt. I got me a bubble butt. He's really needy today. Party <laughs> just <laughs> keeps volunteering the sexy Abs parts. And butts he's, and... You know what? You're being too sexy today. <laughs> Thank talking you. Talking about laying on your side, showing Thank your abs you. in high school. He's talking about his pillow lips and his butt. You're too, Thank sir, you're too sexy. Thank you. That's all I've been wanting all day. We're going to be getting lane. notes from Bounce that you've been too sexy. Uh, I can't you guys, it. pump the brakes. Kid Leroy has parted ways with Scooter Braun as his manager. Ooh. It was just a couple months after they started. It's said to be amicable. Now, keep in mind, Kid Leroy has a hit out right now with you know Scooter Braun's best friend slash his biggest client, Justin Bieber. Uh, it's one of the you know hottest songs, Stay. So it's kind of interesting that Leroy is now being represented represented by a, a veteran artist manager named Adam Lieber. So I guess he went ahead and switched management companies. This guy also has Lil Nas X and Labyrinth. Um, mm. So it, maybe it's just a matter of a little bit more boutique. He'll team but, together with Lil Nas. Is Scooter cool. still a swagger coach? Yeah. I guess so, man. He's stuck with the... Uh, I need a swagger know, coach. He's getting divorced. So, you know, I mean, at some point, Mrs. Braun is going to, like, want some of that sweet, sweet swagger cheddar, <laughs> if it exists. Original Law & Order set to return. NBC's bringing back the courtroom drama for its 21st season after abruptly ending the Heritage series back in 2010. They didn't get an explanation. We didn't get an ending. Dick Whoop just took it away. And now they're bringing it back. Sadly, no Jerry Orbach because he's gone on to his great reward. Oh, is that the main guy, the the boss? No, uh, that's um, that's Sam, uh, Sam Waterston. He's the one that's the prosecutor. I'm talking about Jerry Orbach. He was the cop. Yeah, he was the dad from. Uh, he was the dad from Dirty Dancing. Yes, loved him. Absolutely loved him, and he always had, like, there was the opening sequence, something crazy happened, and then, like, joggers going through Central Park and be like, hold on a second, I got to tie my shoe. And then they find, like, dead banker. Right. They're like, oh, my God. And then next thing you know, he's on the scene. Bong, and he's bong. like, looks like he cashed his last check, and he says, like, something super corny, and then they yeah. go, bum, bum, da, 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 da. Are cops da. in real life that snarky around our dead bodies? Are they eating a sandwich? <laughs> I hope so. They're always having lunch. I hope so. A cup of coffee. I hope not. Well, when you oh, find me, I oh, look, a dead DJ in the park. I mean, it's it's not impossible to happen. 
Oh, another dead morning radio DJ in the parking garage. Oh, that would be a great scene. Looks like this morning zoo has closed. I just keep thinking as the like the writer's room, is there a competition of who gets that line? You know what I mean? Like I wonder if there's like a tally board of who got the like pun snarky thing that went into the intro. Like who got the Jerry Orbach line? Like how many people are Keeping track. Yeah, I don't know. So I think I, I would. Yeah. If I were there, I'd be like, you guys realize that I've had four out of the last eight. I think it'd comments. be a great plot if they did a, a show where all the radio DJs and, uh, you know, were getting killed slowly. You know, we're where talking about all, where who's killing the radio DJs. Yeah. Who's killing us? That'd be great. Who killed Gary from Gary and the Bear? All right. 938-9400. By the way, Husker tickets. If you want to win those tickets. Uh, for uh, this weekend's game, also tickets to that blur, uh, uh, that blur, blur tailgate party. You know why you can't get it out? Pillow lips. Pillow lips are getting hard, away. It's hard to spit that verbiage <laughs> through those thick DSLs. I know. Blur Gee. parties are the best way to go. Absolutely. Uh, to tailgate for Husker football games. And you can always buy these passes. We're giving these away yeah. on the app. All you got to do is download that app, tap it. It's right there. But today's your last day, so get on it. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. Right, good morning to you. I'm 938 Make sure you tap that app, podcast, or up there and everywhere else you find the podcast. You can get it right there. All right, so I searched for the... Uh, the crab trap, the empty crab trap, not empty, I guess, the lost crab trap being an, an old dating profile, an old dating profile. You didn't turn off. I don't, I don't have it anymore. I can't seem to find it. Do you think it deactivated after X amount of time of no use? Do, are they sad? Lack, like in- lack of interest. Yeah. His milkshake no longer brings all the boys to the yard. Yeah, I'm guessing so. Or the girls to the yard. Whoever wants to come into my yard and play. I'm open. <laughs> well, you. I don't have it anymore. You so never like, had Bumble, and you never had Tinder. I did have Tinder for a little bit, so I haven't checked in, checked into that. I feel like I'm doing bad stuff by doing this. I'm a married man, but it is also radio and entertainment. And you only ever wanted to do is play the game. It's yeah. like when married buddies, and it's been a while too for me. But they would go again. Give me your phone, and then they would get on Tinder, my Tinder profile, and just. They're just looking at pretty women. They're seeing who's out there. Sure. Just curious. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that at all. You can um, walk through the fruit section. Doesn't necessarily mean, you know, you're going to... Now you got to get on it. Hinge. Oh, that one's scary. What is Hinge? Hinge about? is just like new Bumble, yeah. new Tinder. Okay. It's for young... My, um, I just talked to a friend of mine the other day. She's on Hinge. Okay. Um, and, uh, I mean, she's 27. She's a, a, a fitness instructor. I mean, and I'm like, you needed to go on Hinge? Why what does is that, that mean for the she, rest of us? Like, because is, is she just not? Is she too busy? No, that's COVID. Just, I mean, it was like yeah. seriously, like right. it was it was COVID. Like, because uh, I uh, she and she has how, a boyfriend right now, and I was like, oh, how'd you guys meet? She's like, we actually met on Hinge. Yeah, that's right? how people meet. It's just like saying, I'm sure back in the day, somebody said, you guys met on the telephone. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, you mean you didn't meet at the town square? No, we met on the telephone. That's how people communicate. So it's like whatever platform people use to communicate. That's how uh, we meet and and say, thinking, should we uh, bang our genitals together? If that's the caliber 
of people available on Hinge, I'm like, that's really a nice, I mean, give me, I mean, I always hear negative stuff from you guys about what's out there. Well, the ladies all say the guys are jerks. Like that guy's same mean things, which I can't fathom doing. That That's just, I can't. you're I an awful person. Maybe so you haven't even physically met. You had a couple conversations. You linked up. And then guys say stuff about they get too uh, friendly too fast. You know, okay, the girl's right. like, I'm not looking for a hookup. I'm looking for a relationship. And then the guy's like, well, you're ugly anyway. Oh, that, right. Yeah. Hey. There's, I know. Ouch. There's monsters out there. And for the record, I have, I mean, if a gal did that to me, it would be heartbreaking. If somebody in a just a basic exchange and the chick's like, well, you're ugly anyway. You don't look like your profile picture. And your profile picture wasn't that great. Like, I would okay. be like. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But women are sweet. That's the thing. That's why we're lucky. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, that th- th- there was one time I probably said something mean, but but it was all it, it was deserved. It was deserved. It was deserved. Well, let's talk about it. <laughs> she had sent a message and it wouldn't let it go. I mean, it was like I didn't respond quick enough, and it wouldn't stop. I couldn't even get anything in before this person. Was just reaming me. Come on, respond. And I said, you know what? This is why you're single. Oh, oh my god! Right, this behavior Monster. that you're doing. Right, no, that's yes. I, I completely back up party on that one. Right. Yes, I'm like, this right. is why because, you're single. Molly, you can get in these exchanges with people that I know it's just the beginning stages. But for the record, you haven't met yet, <laughs> and True. so you want to yes. be like, um, we're not dating. <laughs> they'll, they'll get angry that you haven't responded fast enough. Like, hello, are you alive? And you're like, whoa. I don't even it's know been you. Five minutes. Oh, yeah, that, that was it. I mean, that was probably the worst thing I've ever said. And, and, and so you concur that, with that's that. Probably that's probably the female equivalent to the male lechiness that we do. Okay. That we get too handsy too soon digitally. And they get too. Uh, they get too needy. They too. get a little needy. We get a little bit like, hey, you want to bang tonight? And they're like, no. Why? <laughs> Why? I don't know. No, I don't miss it. I'm lucky. I'm going to say that right now. I t- I've told this lucky. to party from yeah. the beginning of his relationship with Wileen. How many times did I t- turn to you and go, go home and hug, hug the Wileen. sweet Wileen. Yeah, yeah. And then I would say, because this is what single looks like. And I'd show him my phone and he'd go, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, well. Morning Show on Channel 94.1. Good morning, man. Man, there's a uh, a Rebel Wilson put a photo of herself on Instagram in a red bathing suit. Mm -hmm. She looks good. Really? Celebrating her 40th birthday. And in the caption, she said, it's never too late to improve yourself. Absolutely. Seems like everybody lost weight during COVID. We're like the only two people who got bigger. No, there's got to be more. (laughs) There must be more. Hey, have you ever on, uh, we were talking about the dating thing, uh, apps, have you ever uh, ran across um, something like people you know? Yeah. And I always feel like you can't swipe them. You want to, but it's weird. And then, yeah. you, but you feel guilty as you're saying, no, I know you. And I'm sure they do it to us. You see yeah, people that you know. Yeah, I'd let you know. And do you wonder that, that you might even be attracted to, but you're like, I don't know if we should meet this way. Is there an unspoken rule not to bring it up when you see them? Like, is there like a code where. It's like the you know the like you just don't talk about what happens on the no, app. No, well, you don't know what they know, 
I mean, how do they know they? Well, I saw you. You saw. I saw your picture. I yeah, saw. But I guess I, I know what you're saying because if you were, if, if that person was to swipe, I dig Jeff. I don't know. Yeah, you don't know unless you swiped. I dig Sarah. Right. Exactly. So she'll be in the background going, "Why didn't I?" I mean, I swiped yes on Jeff, and he obviously swiped no on me. Oh, what a weird deal. It's a strange I mean, world of ordering each other like pizzas. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, I told Party years ago, there was a yeah. girl that, remember, we called her pizza? Yeah, yeah. Because it was when texting took off. This is how damn old we are. But when texting took off, and I'm like, it's the craziest thing that you can go on a date without ever actually talking to a woman. I mean, you used to have to have a conversation. Yes, you did. And that it could, the entire thing was done via text. And then this girl showed up in my apartment. I was like, it was like ordering a pizza. <laughs> Bing bong. Right. Hot like, and ready. Right. How quickly do we get to like, I don't even know this person until they get out of the package. Listen, Hi, I you're here. I understand it's you. Ordered. both awesome and terrifying. Yeah, it is. It can be and that was just terrifying. the beginning of it. Now it's that's the way all dating is done. It's like, there's no, I guess we're not going to talk anymore. See, I got lucky because um, I, I, I met Wileen through work. You know, that was a work thing. But but before there was a Wileen, I was doing the same thing. But I wasn't as, as, as uh, I was more cowardly, you know. I wouldn't want to meet anyone because I was afraid. What were you afraid of, Mike? <laughs> that these pillow was, lips, the pillow afraid. lips and that bubble butt, that they were going to fall in love? I was afraid of becoming you, Dad. I just remember we were at a, we were at a bar one night. This is pre Wileen, yeah. and this gal goes, oh, "We've God. met before." And party's like, "No, I've never met you before." She was like, "We were chatting together last night on Plenty of Fish." And oh I see God! Party's face turned bright red. He's like, "Ah, uh, right what? Huh? No." Yes. Yeah, I was like, "Get me out of here." <laughs> Get me away like, from this. Chick. I was there for that. I was like, "No, that wasn't me. That was the fake." See, that's what that's what I was. That's where you gotta pack anyway. up your stuff and yeah. move to another town. <laughs> we'll be back. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. There's a lot of ways to voice your opinion without hiding behind a keyboard on Twitter. Influence the music you hear on the free Channel 941 app with the open mic to what's trending. Tap that app. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. All right, again, if you get on the app and tap it, uh, our Channel 941 app, you can uh, win tickets to the Northwestern game and also uh, tickets to the Blur, the Blur tailgate party, which is a fun blast all by itself. Nebraska Northwestern this week. We're going to get a win, and Luke Reimer, the only man that's got better lips than Luke Reimer, is Big Party. That's right. You two boys got pillow lips. But you know what? He's a defensive lineman. What position? you play O-line or D-line? I played linebacker is what I played. All right, so you were, you, were, you could be Luke Reimer's father. Uh, yes, I could be. <laughs> that's terrible. We have the same lips. Look him up. They, sh- they showed him a, a, a photo of him on, on the game during the game on Saturday. And Wileen goes, what is wrong with his lips? I said that it's so funny. We saw the same photo while everybody <laughs> watched the game. I watched it at DJ's dugout, and I was like, look at his lips. Now, we're not, not making fun of you, Luke. We love no, Luke. We love you. He's love the Lincoln you. boy, stud, walk-on, who's crushing it. And 
I said to Wileen. the power of the lips? Yeah, it's the power of the lips. And I said to Wileen, I said, Wileen, those are, those are pillow lips. Pillow lips. She's like, those. Like, like what I got. She's like, those are nothing like what you got. Yeah. Those yeah. things are you a big those, old smooch. Those lips are meant to kiss. Those things are made you. for eating corn. Yes. Corn <laughs> on the cob. And kissing. All right, we're going to get out of here. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a safe day. Do yourself good. Running Wild with Bear Grylls. That's a good show, man. Um, I didn't realize that uh, it's like a sit down and get to know that celebrity a little bit on a, on a uh, different level. Bear Grylls is, is yeah. actually a pretty good interviewer. Like in between <laughs> trying so to crazy. get you up or down a mountain, in between scaling the mountain, he'll pause and be like, did you feel like that movie was a breakout for your career? Where would you like to go with your career? All right, we need to start moving or the wolves will kill us. Stop it. I swear to God. It is. And then they climb. But he acts, he really does ask really good questions. Oh, yeah. It, he's, he's, like the bar- he's like Barbara Walters, but on the side of a mountain. So how was... The Hangover 2. Was it totally worth it? You should eat this or you'll die. The Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1.